Welcome to the Habits to Goals podcast with Martin Grunberg. It's time to take control of your life. Are you ready to achieve goals faster and more consistently than ever before? You need the habit factor. You're listening to Habits to Goals, the podcast that helps you create the habits that lead to success. I'm your host, Nick Polkuski, and here is Martin Grunberg. Martin, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Thanks, Nick Polkuski. Did I get it? <laughs> you got it. Nice job. Woo-hoo. Perfect. Sweet. So, Martin, uh, I'm super excited to talk to you today. And uh, in our last episode, one of the things we talked a lot about towards the end of the podcast was virtues. Uh, we talked, you know, how you actually had a virtues app that you created. We talked about uh, why virtues are important and about Ben Franklin specifically. And then we were starting to get some feedback from our listeners, and they're kind of wondering how virtues actually tie into this whole habit thing. Do you have any guidance for us on that? Well, sure. So there's a couple thoughts, and we broached it, I'm sure, but probably too quickly. So, so. Virtue can only come about via habit. And that's not me. That's our buddy Aristotle. And, and then I think the, the real question becomes, what was Ben Franklin or, and I mentioned this book by Frank Betker, how I raised myself from failure to success in selling. At some point I'm going to get that right. I think that's it. So and but what what is Ben looking for? What is Frank looking for? What is Nick looking for? What am I looking for? What what's the end game here, Nick? I mean, I think ultimately our end game is to be successful and hopefully to be happy. Wow, <laughs> that's very good. That's where I want to drive this a bit. So, so what does success mean to you? Uh, to me, right now, it means being financially secure. Uh, you know, not having to worry too much about uh, where the next paycheck's coming from, being financially secure, but then also having people in my life uh, that improve me, that help me go to that next level, having those relationships, those close relationships with people. Right now, for me, that's what's really important. That's beautiful. And you you did a couple beautiful things there that are worth mentioning. So one is you recognized, you said, for me now, basically, that's what's important. So there's a recognition that it could change over time. And the other is you at least have a target. You have some target. The irony here is I suspect not just every listener, but everybody wants to be quote unquote successful. And this is a huge topic. We can't cover this in one podcast, but maybe not a hundred but we certainly have a few thoughts. So, so it's a nebulous concept. But the first thing that has to happen, and I used to teach uh, junior achievement, and, and you know, I, it was just one of these things that came in front of me as a volunteer teacher. For 10 weeks, I'd go into some of the poorest high schools and spend an hour as a, basically a guest instructor. It, the program was called Success Skills. And so again, poor schools, but and they gave me their curriculum. And, and after teaching this two or three years, I started tweaking it and adding some of my thoughts. And it was really, really a fun experience. But to bring it back here. So so if everybody's after success, you know what your target is and it can clearly change for other people. But the, the first thing that has to happen, I believe, from my experience, is establishing some sort of definition or target. So. Food for thought, 
reader slash listener, creating your ideal future is a nice framework, if not a target. So I think the one thing is a lot of people are running around, Nick, with something in their head, some sort of idea of what their ideal future is. And the more clear they can get around that, the better. And the beauty of that framework or definition is it evolves, right? Mm -hmm. And it allows people to recognize that they are kind of responsible. So, and it doesn't qualify. So if somebody's a teacher and somebody's a billionaire and somebody, you know, I'm just, you know, somebody uh, plays volleyball for a living. They are all, quote unquote, successful if they're creating their ideal future. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. So it's not necessarily about some specific benchmark that everyone has to get to or that even you have to get to. It's more about uh, finding out. It's about the process of moving towards a a specific target. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And and so... Getting clarity. So, so if it's creating your ideal future, taking, and we talk about having actionable, actionable items or takeaways from the show. And and we've done various things, but, but one would be find a way to, to identify what that looks like, right? What, what, what does the ideal future look like in five years or maybe one year or two years? And then with the habit factor kind of at your back, you can reverse engineer and you can say, well, if that's where we're going, what are the habits we need to have kind of on the front end or what do we need to start working on in tracking to develop? Okay. So basically just re- reverse engineering, figuring it out, looking backwards. Absolutely. And that works for the goal or the overall target. But, but I think the key idea is just this concept of I, I, and I used to say this in the class. I, I, in fact, I reversed the question. I used to say, who doesn't want to be successful, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, I used to say, who wants to be successful? And everybody's hand went up and it'd be hard to say if some, somebody's hand wasn't up. And then I just reversed it and said, who does not want to be successful? Raise your hand or stand up. And guess how many people stood up? Probably none. <laughs> Correct. <Okay. laughs> I was hoping so. You never know. Yeah. Well, you never know. So, so then the next question was this, um, what is like, who knows what success is or give me a definition Mm. and then guess how many people raise their hands? Probably very few. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Essentially nobody. So, so I just find it a bit as a, a conundrum and I think it's, it's, I, from my experience, I've seen it a lot of times where, where people want quote unquote success haven't defined it hard to hit a target you can't see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Very true. Very true. So, so, and then, and then that somehow jumps over, you, you mentioned happiness too. And I think happiness, boy, happiness is a bit of a can, can of worms, but so, so happiness has a few faces, if you will. The first is, and I think Buddha said this many millennia ago, right? There's no way to happiness happiness is the way. Mm. And when that, when that kind of hit me, I almost fell off my chair. I was like, because it's a full shift where I realized the responsible party, I used to think 
growing up, that happiness was something that happened to you, something great happened, you won your soccer game, uh, and, and all of a sudden you're happy, right? Makes sense. But what ultimately happens is, is you can wait, you can wait a long time if you're going to sit around waiting for favorable events. Does that make sense? It does. It does. So I guess what would be for the listeners out there who maybe haven't completely defined this, what would you suggest be their actual first step? You know, what, what should they be doing besides sitting down and thinking about their ideal future two years from now? Well, so that's just it. I mean, really, I think they, there's those main categories they can go through. So they can go through, you know, what does professional look like? The app um, has, I think, seven categories, mind, body, spirit, social. Those are the core four. And, and that will lead us to our discussion about balance in a few minutes. But so those are the core four. Then you have, um, then you have adventure or travel and then you know, professional, which is your career and then financial. So those are three that you really probably don't want to lop on top until I think you've hardened the, the, what the core four look like. Yeah. So uh, would you suggest then, are you, should people have like seven right away or should they just start with like one and really focus on that one and then progress from there? Or what, what would be your suggestion in terms of somebody trying to figure out all those different categories and actually implement them in your life, in their life? I think you start with the four categories. Start with the four. If you were to draw a circle and divide it with a horizontal mm-hmm. and a vertical, so you got a, a pie basically with four. So so you could just write in mind, body, spirit, social, and you could even grade yourself right now where you're at. But but in theory, let's say it's one to ten and what you're, what you're trying to get at or one to five, and you're trying to get to a five, which would be the highest level. Maybe you're a two right now. So, so if, if five is ideal, then what you start saying is what, what are the habits I could develop for the mind quadrant? And it probably has to do with reading three or four times a week, right? Mm -hmm. If it's the body quadrant. So the reason you draw a circle is if you give yourself numbers, you, your body might be a five, your mind might be a three, your social might be a one, your spiritual might be a one, you realize you have a pretty off balance circle. And you want to, I think, identify and focus on the ones. The other thing it does is this allows you in a descriptive fashion to say, what is my ideal future? You know, what am I doing ideally socially? And in that leads to a whole other conversation of how do you how do you push your thr- push yourself through your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody might say, "I'm a one socially because I'm I don't like getting involved with <laughs> social events." So they yeah. they would have to, of course, challenge that to to find greater balance and find growth. This is all around growth. And by the way, anything I'm sharing on this show, and I've said this before, is is not to preach. It's all from experience in, in how it has worked for me or it hasn't worked for me and in what I'm learning as we go through this. Yeah. So can you give us an example of maybe uh, like a real life example of where you've struggled with this or where you've actually seen this in your life? I think that might actually bring it home a little bit more for the listener. 
Well, so, so professionally, I think it's a good one. Um, it's out of the core four, my, but, but part of starting the, the podcast is, is realizing that as, and I see this with entrepreneurs, but they go through these 15, 20 year stents, if you will. So, so again, entrepreneur, but now with the book published and, and more speaking gigs and things like that, if I'm going to help promote the message, I have to challenge myself and, and go ahead and do stuff like this, Nick. Mm, so mm-hmm. I don't know if I can get hit home any more better than that, but, <laughs> but this is a good example of doing that assessment, identifying whether you want to call it a weakness point or an opportunity, and then establishing those behaviors that are going to drive you to a better outcome. Yeah, no, I think that's a great example. And I actually want to go back to something you briefly mentioned there just a little bit earlier here. And you actually mentioned you wanted to talk about balance. So how, yep. how does balance actually play into this? So it, it plays into, uh, it's a beautiful question, but I got to finish on happiness because we, okay, so, sounds good. so there's, there's happiness that's A, a responsibility, and then B, I prefer a word that I think people are actually trying to get to. And the word is contentment, Mm. which is not. And by the way, one of the best things that the habit factor taught me to do was anytime a word was curious to me, even habit, I would find myself doing research and looking up the Latin root or, you know, so, so going into the etymology. So contentment is a terrific word and it's this deep seated happiness. So if you picture the ocean, the deep ocean or deep lake, so when it's windy up top, right? Mm -hmm. The water down below is very stable, (laughs) right? It's not, and that's where contentment resides. So I could win the soccer game, lose the soccer game, we're coaching, we can, all sorts of things can happen in contentment, and by the way, this probably leads to balance and peace and some of the things we'll talk about. So, so I just want to say, so that is not complacency, which it's often confused for. So people avoid the word almost like they used to avoid the word habit. Does that make sense? It does. Yes, it definitely does. Okay. So it's a responsibility. And then we want to seek rather than happiness, contentment, which leads us to peace and balance. So your question was, how does balance fit in with this? Yes. So a few ideas around balance. The first is, and you'll see this in professional circles and coaching circles, and it drives me a bit batty. I, it's, it's crazy. So, so they will tell you balance is bogus. I even saw an article by a, a coach who said, well, if we were supposed to be balanced, we'd have three legs and... <laughs> It was just, it was, it was painful. So, so let's talk about balance. Balance. So, so the first is, and Einstein said this a long time ago, that if, if you were to try to sit on a bike and not move forward, how long could you stay balanced? Uh, not very long at all. Not very long. Even those professional cyclists, they're, they're going backwards, they're going forward. What they're doing is they're moving, they're making adjustments. Mm-hmm. So the first precept is, to be balanced, you have to keep moving forward. The second is balance is about adjustments. So what I mean by that is I'm in this entrepreneur group and, and 
our core mission is we work hard and we play hard. So we work hard and we play hard. You're if if I were to draw actually you can do this. Just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, kind of like waves, right? Mm-hmm. And then below that, just draw a straight line. Okay. Okay. So so the question is, and this is a bit of a trick question, which one appears more balanced? Um, I get the straight line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so which one appears more alive? The top one. Okay. And, and have you ever seen one of those, I think it's an oscillating machine. So, so if somebody goes into cardiac arrest or, or you're at a hospital and they're monitoring all your vitals, right? Mm-hmm. What, what's going on with your vitals? They're going up and down. <laughs> right, right. They're and moving. If you're dead, they, if you're they're dead, flat you're flatlining. Yeah. So, so balance is this idea that a, we're, we're alive and so we, we're making adjustments constantly. Your body is constantly making adjustments. You have, you have pH balance, right, for your blood. Mm-hmm. So, so balance is essential. And, and you can carry balance as a word when you're at balance, you're at peace. And when you're at peace, you're at harmony or you can tie harmony to balance. So if you look at the yin and yang symbol, right, mm-hmm. that's, that's harmony. That's balance. And I think that's so vital because that's how you get to peace of mind. So what I'm experimenting with these days and I'm realizing is, is even more focusing on that work hard, play hard, those, those adjustments almost in burst periods. Yeah. Well, I, I love that because it's not to say that things are stagnant. You know, it's not to say that you figure out this balance piece. You're, in a sense, you're always balancing. You know, Correct. You're adding the ING always. You're never have the balance. You're just always balancing. I love that. That is so brilliant. So, so here's another visual. I'm a, I'm a tight, you're a tight rope walker, right? <laughs> okay. If, if I'm watching you and I take a picture as you're going across and I just look at that one picture, what am I seeing? You're seeing me balanced. No, actually I'm seeing, well, I don't know. I think I misheard you. I, I'm seeing you off balance. Like I'm seeing you like leaning left. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. In a, in a snapshot. But the point is if you make it to the other side, Nick, and you will, cause you'll keep going forward and you'll keep adjusting, mm-hmm. right. You're adjusting mm-hmm. you. So, so balance is this result. It's not a moment in time. Mm. Okay. I gotcha. So big, big topics, success, balance, and what was the other one? Happiness, contentment. What else do we got to cover there? Anything else? I, I think that covers a lot of big <laughs> topics. Topics I have a feeling we might be bringing back up in on future episodes of the podcast as well and diving deeper into because, yeah, like you said, that was those were some very big topics and we just kind of overviewed a lot of them. Um, it, but really, they're foundational pieces, I think. Yeah, and exactly. The themes that are going to recur over and over and they're foundational and yeah, I think it's good to t- talk about them, at least uh, talk. You know, I I welcome and I don't know if we're going to put up a form with the podcast or we have or, or emails, but this isn't meant to, you know, to say this is how it is. This is a discussion. So I know you're going to invite comments and I, I want to know what people are stuck on or struggling with and and 
and we can put our heads together and see if uh, we have some experience from either ourselves or readership listeners who, who can chime in. So, um, yeah, and they yeah, can head right to the show notes page and leave a comment or, you know, uh, communicate with us. We'll have some ways that you can actually reach out uh, and we can answer your questions and get feedback from you. So, that yeah, definitely encourage people to go check that out. Cool. I know you're trying to wrap this up. So you want a quote? Yeah, let's hear a quote. Okay. <laughs> Success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. And that's by Robert Collier. And by the way, just for fun, what are small efforts that are repeated day in and day out? Um, habits. <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> nice. Very good. Well done, Nick. Yes, gold star for the day. That's right. So, Martin, do you have any final words to actually end this episode of the podcast? You know, um, I think we've repeated the the Big Brothers thing a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, originally, I envisioned we'd say it all the time. Maybe you're right. We could just throw a link. But but check out Big Brothers in your area. Become a mentor. If you have questions about that, feel free to ask me. It's uh, you do it to give and what you get out of it is is far greater. So I'll leave you with that, Nick. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Habits to Goals podcast. I'm so excited that you could be here with us as we explore the habit factor and how habits can actually change your life. We'd love to hear what your big takeaways were from the epi- this episode. Simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash podcast. You can find all the episodes, all the previous episodes and the show notes there, as well as all the resources that were mentioned in this episode of the podcast. I also really want to encourage encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud or whatever podcast player you listen to because we are delivering a brand new episode to you each and every single Monday and I don't want you to miss a single one. So simply go to thehabitfactor.com slash iTunes and leave uh, and subscribe there. We'd also really encourage you if you enjoy these episodes, the best way to show your appreciation is to simply go leave a review on iTunes because that helps so many other people find the podcast and realize that this is the podcast for them that could really have an impact in their life, their business, and in just their happiness and wellness. So thank you for tuning into this episode. Remember to go out there and create habits that lead to your success. If you're looking to grow your business using podcasting, but don't have the time to edit the audio, insert the intro and outro, write up the show notes, post the episode to all the different sites, and do all of the ridiculous back-end work that's required, then you need yourpodcastguru.com, where you bring the content and we take care of the rest. We'll even co-host the show for you. Visit yourpodcastguru.com right now to explode your audience and crush it in the podcasting world.